Welcome to the Cracked End Comedy Club! On tonight's show, we have Stephen Mullen, Anna Clifford, John Colleary, Nancy Breck, all the way from NYC. We got Pauline Shanahan, Jason Byrne, and Patrick McDonald. And Eddie and Damo talk about Norwegians getting swindled on Tinder and pedophiles with jetpacks. Welcome to Crackdown episode six. Sixy, six, six, six. <laughs> this is the devil's episode. The number of the devil. <laughs> is it still the number of the devil? I uh, was in America once and uh, a homeless man in Seattle. Terrible place for homelessness. Uh, but anyway, I, this, this man came up to me and uh, he was like, hey, do you have any money? And I gave him six dollars. Uh, it's just what I had. And then he goes, six, the number of the devil. I was like, really? look, man, I'm just giving you a bit of change. And he was like, it's the devil. Yeah, he was properly. Well, if you gave him 650, it'd be like, oh, that's nice then. Thank you. The number of the or devil. Five, plus 50 cents. 50 Thanks. Cents. Hey. <laughs> or like 550. Oh, I wish it was six. Yeah. The number of the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you get six dollars. what he says every time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just really good at maths. Yeah. You give him 48 euros. Oh. $42 and the number of the devil, eh? <laughs> a boat came in then, uh, just a, like a little ferry came in to a pier close by and we, we saw it and he goes, oh, did you see the ferry? And I said, yeah, he goes, they're watching me. And I was like, who? He said, the agents, they're coming. So he was properly... Right. He was off. So did, were you just sitting down having a chat with this guy? I or? was hanging out with the homeless. <laughs> went in, in Seattle. Seattle. There was these grunge rockers from the 90s that just hang out on the streets yeah, now yeah, talking yeah. about the devil. Yeah, that'd be about right. It's crazy though, under the motorway there along beside where the pier is, there's just like, it's like a housing estate of tents. It's right. like you just go, you walk along the footpath along the pier in Seattle and there's hundreds and hundreds of tents under the kind of the motorway bridge. It just goes on and Whoa. on and on. It's like a whole community. So they might even have an address. Tent yeah. number 18. <laughs> hey, I bet he lives in tent number six. Yeah, yeah. Zip code 043. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 regatta. <laughs> <laughs> just put in, on, uh, put in this zip code and his Google Maps and you'll find me in there, yeah, yeah, under yeah. the bridge having a good time. In tent number six, the devil's tent. <laughs> so if you get, the dev- if you get $6 because it's the devil's number, so that guy was saying, does that mean you have to spend it on something terrible? I don't think. What can you spend six dollars on? Terrible. I mean, can you get anything terrible for six? Yeah, alcohol or something like that's uh, not yeah. always positive. Yeah, alcohol's not that terrible. That's ah, pretty good actually. It's pretty though. good. That's uh, that's not the devil. See, that's the thing. Like, what does the devil drink? Because we know God and the gang drink. They love red wine. Children's blood. They're on the and they're the, and the children and the blood of children. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And the wafers of children. Six dollars. That'll be some value. <laughs> <laughs> you can't find that for six dollars I tell you I tried you can't um, get a bag of blood right here for six bucks anymore inflation it's killing me uh, it's killing me these bu- yeah, the so- price of oil and children's blood how about that no one's talking about that price yeah man like okay we know the alcohol prices are going up what about the blood of the children think about think, can someone please think of the children's blood what a lineup we have today so anyway it's episode six uh, we have uh, we already mentioned that man cut that bit out because we we go for the intro, don't we? Oh, right, yeah, I say three. all the comedians we do. Welcome to Crackdown. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. 3.15. But yeah, great lineup. Uh, we got Stephen Mullen to oh. open the show. Oh, with, yeah, uh, mate. Yeah, speaking of the devil, here's his mate. Jesus is the opposite. <laughs> here's Stephen to a bit, a bit of a religious chat. <laughs> my, my, no, my, mother, my father's Irish, but this is what he used to do for a living. He was a born-again Christian preacher. So, uh, yeah, you fucking, yeah. The, the Americans going, all right. <laughs> Like, it's a good thing. <laughs> the Irish people are going, what the fuck is that? Like, they're kind of basically, they're just American versions of Catholics, really, aren't they? They're Christians, but they're very happy about it. <laughs> I have decided to follow Jesus. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare being the son of a preacher, man, because please don't fucking sing that song. <laughs> But it's a nightmare because you have to listen to fucking like I'm sure you guys had normal bedtime story right here like Thomas the Tank Engine. I had a reading from the Book of Revelation. <laughs> Stephen the Lord is coming back one day to judge the living and the dead. He's going to decide whether you're going to heaven or you're going to hell. Sleep well. It's <laughs> a lot to take in at three years of age, like do you know what I mean? I used to lay awake every night wondering what the fuck does this two thousand year old Jewish carpenter look like. <laughs> And then you grow up and you realise there's a few fucking holes in the story of Jesus, isn't there? Like, 
I mean, I was looking at a cross, a crucifix recently. I like Jesus. I'm a big fan, but I'm not just, I'm not buying the shite that they're selling about him. He's up there on the cross with the nails and his hands and his feet, the thorns on his head. Like, I get that part of the story, but I can't help but look at the body of Jesus and think to myself, fuck me, he's in good shape, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, have you seen the six pack on the crucifix? He's... <laughs> I don't think Jesus was a gym guy. I don't think he was in the cell waiting for the Romans going, I'm gonna be up there for 2,000 years now. Ah, ah, ah. He's not doing chin-ups like, no pain, no gain, like. I mean, maybe that's who invented CrossFit, but I don't know. Now, now, some of you are laughing and some of you are not laughing at the Jesus jokes. I mean, if you must know, I did a gig last night and they love the Jesus jokes, so they're, um, I mean, they are big fans of me at my local mosque. But, um, I'm just saying, what are they trying to sell or tell us about this Jesus guy that he's walking around Jerusalem with his top off telling people he doesn't go to the gym, it's God given. Wearing fucking sandals with a big long beard in him and he's fucking telling other people how they should be living their lives. Like, what kind of a pretentious individual does that, huh? A vegan, that's who he's a fucking vegan. <laughs> he works in the happy pair, right? <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Stephen Mullen there. Talking about old Jesus. Happy pair, by the way, is a... Uh, Shower of bastards. Hey, what's wrong with happy pair? I got nothing wrong with them. I don't know. I just... I know, they're great. They're just kind of... They're loved and hated. They're, they really split people. Yeah, because their, their health is... They're twins... They're from Greystones. I think they're from Greystones. Their, sh their shop, first shop is in Greystones. Shop, it's a cafe, but it's healthy. It's all like, it's vegan, isn't it? That kind mm -hmm. of stuff. So, Pete, and they're... They're just, you know what it is? They're too happy. They're too, and, and you they're can't too happy ha for Ireland. You can't be happy in Ireland. They, in America, those guys, they'd be great in America. Do you know what? They're probably miserable. Uh, in America, they're probably seen as miserable, but they're happy for Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they get up, they swim in the morning, they give out free porridge, and people, yeah, Irish people just don't In like America, they just be called the pair. <laughs> but here we have Don't to call pair. them that. They're so fucking happy. All right. So okay, who, who's up next? Anna Clifford. Oh, excellent. Anna Clifford is up next talking about uh, what her her boyfriend, her ex. Well, it, it maybe it turned into an ex. Yeah. <laughs> from what happened? What from what happened? What here? What she's talking about? Here's Anna Clifford. This is to stay in my head forever. But ex boyfriend of mine. I think he was trying to give me a compliment, and he said to me, um, "Do you know what, Anna?" You don't look particularly Irish. Okay. I was like, but you do have an Irish arse. <laughs> Does that sound not nice to you? No, he's sorry, no. I didn't know what it was. I was like, uh, what's an Irish arse? And he said, it's like the border between the north of Ireland and the south of Ireland. You know it exists. You just can't quite place it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice, is it? <laughs> that made me feel so insecure about myself that I had to start doing squats. I had to start doing squats on every other dick I could find. Hey, Anna Clifford there. <laughs> That's great. Talking about her ex. Talking about her, uh, her ex. Saying inappropriate things. Yeah, Classic the, old, the old Irish arse. Uh, yeah, I, th I think people are a bit harsh on the Irish arse. I think there's nothing wrong with the Irish arse. Yeah, who I love. So, it's arse. always sitting down in pubs, so you never really see it. <laughs> 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 I think he has the arse on that stool. Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, but I was speaking of Dublin. Nick, um, I was mentioned before. John Caleri, he's from Sligo, and uh, he's got a story here about. Uh, some guy that just came up to him in Dublin and what Dubliners are like. And it, I think it was a tangent because he started talking about relationships and someone had a real Dublin-type laugh in the audience and then he went off on one. So, uh, yeah, here's John Cleary. Relationships are difficult. You know, family is difficult. Family to me is like chopsticks. You think you can handle them. And then, before you know it, you're reaching for a knife. Um, <laughs> it's a fact. It's all about give and take. She gives me grief and I take it. That's what it's about. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dublin, I love Dublin because Dublin is like fucking alive, you know what I mean? Fucking, you know, people in Dublin to be to be talking to you, and I'm going, how's it? Oh, the fucking. I'm going, who are you? Because I grew up in the west of Ireland, but lived here for a long time. Got used to this place where people are in your face going, yeah, see that over there? He's a fucking. You know, you know. Wah, wah, wah. Going, who are you? Doesn't matter. Well, I'm just talking. I love that about here. 
people assault you with conversation here in this town. I was sitting in a pub one day over there. A fella came up to me and he said, sitting there having a cup of coffee. He sat in beside me. Never saw him before in my life. And he said, you see that Paul McCartney? <laughs> yeah, I know Paul McCartney. Yeah, Paul McCartney. See, he's doing a gig up there. Paul McCartney, folks, say, did you know that he's a vegetarian? Did you know that? I was going, I knew that, yeah. All he eats is lettuce. That's what he said. Lettuce. That's all he eats is lettuce. The two of them, and his, with his ex-wife as well, lettuce. Lettuce, the two of them. And if he finds anyone eating a burger on the job, he throws them off the job. <laughs> did you hear that? And then he just did, said all that in about two minutes really quickly. And then he went, fuck's sake. I never met the guy in my life. <laughs> but he did leave me with the best summation of vegetarianism from his perspective that I've ever heard. He said, he kept referring to it as lettuce. And he said, as he left, lettuce, it's all right in a sandwich, but you wouldn't have it for your dinner. <laughs> what, what a fucking, what a legend. Oh, it's, it's so true. Like, there's something about, uh, I mean, it, it's kind of around Ireland, but Dublin is kind of more... It's poor boundaries. That's what it is. It's, oh, yeah. You know, you meet people here because everyone says, yeah, the Irish. Oh, they're so friendly. The people here, they're just so... No, they've got poor boundaries. <laughs> there is a difference. You know, yeah. like I was waiting on a, a traffic light the other day to, to cross the road. And, you know, there's like a red little man waiting for the green man. And the dub is there. It was busy traffic. And he goes, fucking, wow, fucking traffic lights. You'd be waiting for fucking red. You know, you'd be waiting your whole life. What? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool man. And he was like, red, 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 what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> red fucking lights. Yeah. Fucking red. Know what I mean, huh? huh? Fucking hate the red, you know. Know what I mean. <laughs> you, you know, you know, you know. You know, stop, 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 red, red, red. Yeah, <laughs> man, leave. That's, it's everywhere. So, yeah. Like points that have, it's not a conversation. It's just a traffic light. Yeah. But they'll find a conversation in it. Yeah, yeah. And what? Even when there's no one around, I think Irish people are so funny. Especially in Dublin. I was in, you know, Patriots Inn. Colin O'Regan runs a gig there. It was great. And I was in the, the separate bar where there's the old lads hang out. And on the TV screen, it's usually sport, but tonight there was like one of those, you know, the Planet Earth, David Attenborough documentaries. An old guy sitting there with a pint of Guinness, just watching it, looking up. And I was st- he didn't know I was standing next to him. I just came up to get a drink. And I could, he was just talking, he was watching it, just talking to himself. There was a moose or something on the screen. David Atten was like, the, mo- the, the male moose. Well, I can't, I can't do it, David Attenborough. <laughs> we always try. Everyone tries to do David Attenborough. But it was something like, the volume was low, but you could just hear it. It was like, the male moose. Now, and the moose is standing in like a stream of his legs in the water. Uh, shakes his body to attract the female. And this big moose, man, the big, he was shaking his whole big body around. And the old guy was watching the TV and just under his breath, he's like, yeah, give it a good shake there. Fair play to you. <laughs> That's all he said. Like it was an act. Like it was like, go on, get get that girl's attention. <laughs> oh, I was just laughing. He was, like, he, didn't know, he, he was just like, fair play to you, moose. It's just, I think there's just a constant stream of of chat yeah if yeah, there's yeah. no one around it might just be to their pint yeah yeah <laughs> it can't stop I, I i worked in this uh wine bar a while back and there was a a swiss couple they looked like uh, like real wealthy business people and um i, I was like oh uh, have a nice stay they were paying their bill and they were like uh, yeah yeah uh, it's very nice for you like uh dublin and i was like oh that's nice and he goes yeah people are so friendly i was like yeah but sometimes the people speak a lot and I was like yeah yeah goes, sometimes uh, it's just nonsense and I was like yeah I suppose I mean yeah he goes yeah it's just, they, they say things and it doesn't, doesn't mean anything I was like that's a good summation isn't it like, they just say things that mean nothing They're, like Swiss people coming over yeah moose shake it you're like what why why are they making these sounds why does he say fair play to you yeah red 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 we know it is red yes it is red that's inside thoughts yeah 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 that would be in brackets if it was in a script yeah (laughs) (laughs) you don't read that bit you don't read that bit out (laughs) oh yes american we had an american guest over visiting ireland oh yeah new york city all the way from nyc it's nancy breck (laughs) 
Um, I recently turned 30, so I'm trying to put more of an effort into meeting someone, so I'm downloading some apps. I got back on Hinge. Do you guys know Hinge, the dating app? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but it was like, it hasn't been super successful, so I was talking to my friend about it, and she was like, you know, you're really lucky because you're not that tall, so maybe open up your height settings, and then you'll get a few more prospects. I was like, oh, sweet. So I went into Hinge to see what my current height settings were set at, and it was three feet to seven feet. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, do I have to go into the twos? Am I not being size inclusive? Like, maybe I could do two nine, but he'd have to be like really, really funny. And then like, maybe I could do like two eight or two seven, but honestly, it's not like I'm a roller coaster fanatic, but I want to have the option of being able to experience that together. Yay, Nancy Breck. Which was class. And then talking about Hinge. So I didn't know that's a dating app where I thought that was like for people that swung both ways or something like that. I didn't know what the Hinge was or for people that are a bit rusty. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I like it. You take the names of apps very literally. Yeah, like Tinder. I thought it was people who just loved fire. You know, or I don't know. No, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not that one. <laughs> but Hinge, like, oh, you know, it's funny how you learn what things are through people's jokes and stand up so hinge is mm. just, do, do you know hinge what, what is that why is that different uh, to tinder or bumble or whatever ah uh, they're all the same <laughs> <laughs> all the same it's just it's dating apps they mm. just they all have like a slight variation and then they try to stand out but they're all just dating apps i mean why all just all aubergine emojis yeah one way or the other yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it all ends in a dick pic let's <laughs> <laughs> it's like how long can we stretch it out before it gets to a dick pic yeah, That's yeah, pretty yeah. Much what it is. So how many tinder bios and pictures can we introduce to people before the dick pic is yeah so grinders dick pic straight away i mean obviously that's gay so it's, it's dicks are plenty everywhere so i was on grinder for, for the crack and uh for that show i did Grand Theft Auto, you know, like I, I, right. I set up a Grinder account. I'll talk more about that maybe in another episode. It's a deep, it's a deep dive. So the, the Grinder is just like penis, bum, brilliant. I get it. And then Tinder for the straight couples was like that was first. That was the first sort of big one. And then they had to go do Bumble, where the girl talks first, wasn't it? And the whole reason I'm guessing that was just to stop dick pics, isn't it? The, yeah. That's the, that's the the Bumble exists because there's too many dick pics. On Tinder and other apps. Yeah, they have to be solicited now. So, so you start first. Hey, do you have a dick pic? Like, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Hinge, there should be one with just no attachments allowed. Why do you need attachments? Yeah, why Tinder shouldn't have attachments or there's no, photos. There's no need for attachments. But if there was no attachments, you know what people do? It'd be like, the, remember old school text talk where you would do uh, like yeah. space line, space line, and they would just draw a dick out <laughs> with like with just like dashes, under or, yeah, underscores and slashes and yeah. things. Just big brackets at the end for the knob. Nokia thirty. 310 style. <laughs> people, people would draw and stuff like that. All the S's for the pubes for all the older people. <laughs> the old people? Well, like, you know, I'm guessing. How young are you? <laughs> the old people? Everyone has pubes. Okay. Oh, no, no, but young people get rid of them, apparently. Apparently. You know, I, anyway, I talk about pubic hair a lot on stage, and a lot of young people in their 20s are confused. They're like, their we, get we get rid of them as soon as they sprout. <laughs> <laughs> Fashion trends. Oh man! Uh, up next, oh we got you, Demo, doing some crowd work about um, the, oh yeah, you were, you were, with old Sasha Lee. You couldn't hear her name. Yeah, I thought her name was Sasha Hyphen Lee, and I it, it just it threw me because uh, there was an American up the front called Natalie, and I was like, oh yeah, Natalie. And then the next, I just went to the people at the back, and her name. I thought she was making fun of Natalie because her name was. Sh I thought she was. Sh Shasha Lee. <laughs> how are you? G'day dudes, how are you? He's on the couch. What's your name? Me? Yep. Sasha Lee. Sasha Lee? Yeah, Sasha Lee. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie's up here cringing. Oh, that's nearly my name. But what's with all the shushes? <laughs> Shasha Lee. Actually Shasha Lee. Are you, are you fucking serious? What does that mean? It means Natalie with a list. That's what that means. I'm sorry. Has anyone met a Shashali before? Fuck me. Shashali. You should move to Shropshire and see how you get on. I'm Shashali from Shropshire. No, I'm doing a joke. That's a lovely name. Shash. Do people call you Shash? She's Shashi. Shashi. What does Shashali mean, by the way? Oh, 
sorry. Stop, oh, there's a hyphen in there. That, that fucking makes sense. Sasha. Sasha. Oh, that's great. Uh, so, and she was Scottish as well. I think she was from the Scottish or from the Northern Isle. I think she might have been from Northern oh, Isle. She sounds Scottish. Scottish. Yeah, it was like she... perfect uh, when you said Shasha. It sounds oh, yeah, like Sean Connery. Yeah, Shasha. She could have been actually. Oh, um, Shasha, Shasha. Shasha. Yeah. She was laughing, by the way, in case you know people just think, oh, he's berating this person over a name. Like she was, la- she was, you know, she was smiling. Otherwise, it would. Have... It wasn't bullying. It wasn't bullying. If, if the la- victim is laughing, it's not bullying. Unless they're on Twitter later, then it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't laughing. How dare you? But no, that was a, that was another that was another fun night. And then speaking of crowd work. Uh, there was a there was a stag doing yeah on Saturday a bachelor party we had two shows on Saturdays an early show and a late show and the early show we had uh, three stags in mm. uh, it was mayhem I didn't you know I didn't know any stags were going to be in and then you get into the room and it, it was like sixty odd seventy people in the room and there was like forty men who were all part of stags yeah that's... and they were actually great you, with stags you're like oh shit are they going to be mm absolute ruckus now like riots yeah. but then the English a lot of the English stags are like hey yes we're from Cambridge uh, my friend Philip is getting married and we thought some stand up comedy from the Irish would be very nice <laughs> and thank you for, for your performance gentle very good yeah, you know, they're all they're dressed in like period drama yeah. out, <laughs> outfits you're like you're, in my head I have the sex but oh, it's the lads you're your lads mm. but actually they're very civilised yeah I mean it's like any group it depends how much drink they've had during it does, the night. Yeah. They gave from Oxford. What's sort of good about stag do's, by the way, and bachelor parties, and in Australia we call them bucks nights. Bucks nights. So, like, with same as stag, I guess, we took the same animal, but we're like, nah, bucks, mate. Oh, that's but, great. Does, do, I wonder, do different countries around the world have different names for stag parties? Yeah, they must do. Stallion parties? The stag, yeah. Got it. I, I don't know who named stag and hen, because in the UK and Ireland and maybe other parts of Europe, I'm not sure. I'd like to find out. Like, stag and hen, that's not... Men definitely labelled that because yeah. they're not the same animal. They gave the stag as a, a magnificent beast. David Attenborough loves the stag. Yeah, that's and then fair. you've got a... You know, like that's a, yeah, what, a that's chicken? That's not fair. Chickens and a big... The, yeah. the, the beast of the forest, the big white chest and antlers. Yeah, lay your little egg hen. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> With what? your pink shashily around you, yeah. getting married, your shash, shashily. What would you... What would we call, should call... Hen parties. What would be uh, an appropriate? Oh yeah, because like a doe or deer, female deer, isn't it? Yeah, a doe party a doesn't sound good. No, maybe just hen. Hen. I mean, hen what are the species? Females. Any suggestions, Shane? What are the, What else we? I can't think of any species female names or male names. My brain. I'm... We need it. Yeah, an animal where it sounds good for both. So write in for next week. What should we rename? <laughs> we'll figure that out. To? Let's bring it out. Stag we'll figure it out. I See, biologists. America, America's like bachelor and bachelorette. Now, first of all, those words are too long. Yeah, bachelorette. Ah, too long. Yeah, stag. We need and to hen. think of something else. World over, any language. Yeah. So we know what they are. But yeah, they were all sound. And the, the good thing about stag, dude. Sorry, I got distracted there by my own thoughts. Uh, as long as you, whoever the stag is, if you rip on them a little bit, it's like a whack-a-mole. It's like, they're sorted now for a oh, while. The, you have to get on stage. You have to, first of all, scope out before you go on stage, are there stag parties and who they are. Then you get on stage and you say, hi, I'm Eddie. And then you just instantly rip into and insult each stag. Mm. And then you go, and now we can start the show. Yeah, and then everyone's happy. They've got what they're, they wanted. They're on board then. Rinse Dave. You yeah. never get a hen night going, oh, rinse Julie, slag her off. Yeah, yeah. Every stag party that comes in, one of the lads comes up to you, the host, and says, yeah, his name's Philip, so just uh, just so you're aware. And he's getting married to Nancy, and he's got eczema. So there you go. Yeah, Make fun of him. Like, go. <laughs> the most personal thing. Like, remember that one from a couple of weeks ago? They were like, he's really short. Yeah. And slag about that because he hates it. And there was another one. There was a stag in. They were like, he's becoming, he's a vicar. Vicar, yeah. That was the first thing. It was like, Paul, he's a vicar. He's a vicar. Go out, go on, have a go at him. We we're like, oh, Jesus Christ. We're like, we're some lunatic bullies. They're like, just. I know, yeah. <laughs> let rip. Yeah. And, and, but it works. They love it. It works. They absolutely. Uh, if you don't address them and insult them at the start, they're like, they're like children who get really agitated. But it's good for the rest of the audience because they're like, what are these big group of lads? It's true. And once you disarm them, yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. Uh, then there's... Just, just, yeah, just, and then they can be a great laugh because they'll be 
you know, they want to be part of it. They, they've got they, they, they got what they came for. Rinse, rinse, Dave, done. And then everyone gets on and then they become characters of the night. It's so there's a the stag whole. on on Saturday and why we're we talking about the guy's uh, wife-to-be. The, the whole family were there. The whole family, they? both dads, uh, well, his dad-to-be and his dad, cousins, uncles. It was the biggest stag ever. Um... There was like twenty of there was twenty of them or something, weren't they? Neither. Yeah. And at first, I start. I was talking to the dad-in-law about his daughter because he was saying about her age. It was a weird one, but anyway, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Here's Eddie Malaki <laughs> talking to the stag dude. So we got you're the father of the bride. I am. And, and did you, how how old is? Did you say she's nineteen? No, she's nineteen. She's thirty. 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 Fine, healthy age for marriage. I agree. Um, <laughs> how old are you, pal? Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Shooting up cougar. <laughs> 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 she's great. She's great in the trend. I must say, for a twenty-nine-year-old man, you look like you're. Slightly older. <laughs> <laughs> Just think of it. Not like you're trim. You're healthy in shape, but you're facially. You're a hard worker. You're a hard worker. What, what do you do yourself? Uh, sales. Sales. And what kind of sales do you do? Um, all sorts, outdoor equipment, if you like. <laughs> if you like. <laughs> That's a cool. That's a that's a cool job. Just ringing around. Going, do, you, do you have a? Do you want a tent? Yeah, but you know those cold call salespeople. But whoever, I mean, tents. You, if you want a tent, you go and buy a tent. Yeah. Not, he should not, go. He should go to Seattle. Yeah. And sell a load of tents. You yeah. could get. You could do all under oh, any bridge. You'd make a lot of money there. But yeah, yeah cold, he, cold he, calling. Is he cold calling homeless people? <laughs> you know the way you want. You want leads. Like salespeople, they always want a lead on someone who mm. could be a good customer. Mm. Homeless for this guy. Well, Sorry. Yeah, but, uh, but it's uh, this one. Anyway, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, on this on this night as well, the, there was a whole row of Norwegians up the front. It wasn't for a stag or whatever. This is the late show now. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So the early show, same stags. Night, late show, show, no stags. But we had a group of Norwegian men. Uh, they're all friends. There was like nine of them all in the front row, and they were in like they're maybe in their fifties. They were yeah. a wild bunch. But they looked fantastic. Like that guy yeah. from that last clip. He did look a little bit older than his age. Yeah. Probably all that sleeping outside and no- testing tents. Norwegian 50s but- is Dublin 30s. Oh, yeah. They looked mag- they were magnificent looking men. Yeah. Beautiful hair. Some of them had like the, you know, that plaited ponytail down the back. Massive shoulders. Huge arms. They looked like rock stars. Big beards. Some of them just, uh, oh, mate. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Just drooling, thinking about them again. Mm. It was just, it was eye candy. But you know those, if, if anyone's wearing jeans, you know when you see a dude wearing boot-cut jeans, but they look like fitted jeans because they're yeah. just big, bloody dudes. And there was also uh, another group from Norway, and on the other side of the room, there was like five or six from Sweden and Norway. Yeah, so was there? Was, there was like like 15 to 20 people from Norway in this one. Was there, was there a match going on in town no, or something? Nothing, just coincidence of Norway and Sweden. Cheap flights probably that week. <laughs> yeah. Norway to Ireland or something like that, but uh, it was great. So here's, uh, here's Eddie talking to the old uh, Norwegians down the front. <laughs> How do you all know each other? We met on Tinder. Well, we know what happens to Norwegian people when they meet on Tinder. They're fucking... They get swindled. Uh, Norwegians on Tinder, dumb as shit, apparently. <laughs> Anyone watch the, the Tinder swindler? Yes. He's here. He's here. Oh, it's this guy. It's this guy. It's about two Norwegian ladies who uh, just don't fucking know when to stop giving money to people. They're, I mean, it could have been any cause. They would have just been like, you need my money? Yeah. Is this a common problem in Norway? The women just give their money away? Yeah. 
I would say, I watched, uh, oh, I, no. No, but uh, it, it, this Tinder swindler. You've seen the Tinder swindler. It's about a, it's about a guy who's a fucking con man, and he makes people think he's super rich, and then he needs their money because he's uh, under threat, and he gets loads of money off them. That fucking con would never work in Ireland in a million fucking years. You think Irish women would fall for that fucking shit? Give a cheer if you're Irish in the room. Would you fall if some if some lad was like? Do you want to get my private chest? You'd be like, you're fucking private, what? You piece of fucking shit. <laughs> notions, notions. Just the fact that he's opening with, the, with saying, I have a private chest, you'd get a smack off an Irish woman. You'd get a smack. I, I used to go out with a woman from Dublin. They're very harsh. They're hardy fucking women in Dublin, right? Like, where, where, where are you from? I love it. I was clearly looking over here, yeah. and you're like, it's about time we started talking about Cork. <laughs> Cork is over here. We're over here, and you should be mentioning us. <laughs> Fair play. These two lovely ladies, where are you from? Chicago. Chicago. Okay, so show Chicago. If, if your partner got you flowers, what would you say? What would you feel? Thank you. That's, that's an appropriate, that's a lovely response. I used to go out with a Dublin lady. I got her flowers once. She said, red roses. The fuck did you do? <laughs> I'll knock the fucking head off you. Show us your phone. Who is she? Go on, you fucking, you fucking. <laughs> they turn into Conor McGregor. Never get an Irish person. The old Dublin ladies. <laughs> I know it's true. That 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 joke had it. You did a poem as well after that bit, was it? Roses are red, my bruises are blue. I can't remember the rest. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> it was funny though. It was funny on the night. I don't know. I think it was making up as you. Yeah, it was. Very I was good. making up as I go along. It was uh, very good. And, and and you've got another bit. The, the two of the Norwegian lads had paddy caps. Yeah, they did. And you digged into them. Let's listen to that. And you two, you got the. Uh, they they're not Norwegian caps. You got them here, did you? Yeah. You got paddy caps. Where'd you get them? They're nice, so I like them. Yeah, they're At the paddy shop. <laughs> and the men from Savango are racist too. That's a good start. At the dirty paddy shop. <laughs> Down the road. <laughs> was, there, was there really a shop called the paddy shop? I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. We'll do anything for a fucking few euro. We will. We'll fucking... I'm just a stupid patty, buy a hat. <laughs> We'd, I'd do it, man. If it sells hats, I'll fucking do it, you know. We're sluts for fucking tourists in here. We love the tourists. We love... I say we, you. <laughs> <laughs> we love playing up to the Irishness, man, for a few euro. We absolutely, like, the whole country. Trad music isn't... I think it's a conspiracy. It's not even Irish. It's just... To get, you know, <laughs> we just play these things like, this is Irish. And everyone's like, ooh. It's Norwegian. It's Norwegian. But you don't, you don't need a PA system, so it's cheap to do. That's just lads it. in the corner, instruments, yeah. away they go. Yeah! Mm-hmm. Straight in there. Yeah, man, I, love, I do love a bit of trad wherever it's... I do love a bit of trad. Oh, it's great. We just... We play up to the Irishness everywhere around Ireland. Like, you just... Mm. Uh, it's... Yeah, it's great. And that doesn't Pat McDonald, he was on, he, didn't he have a bit about tourism? Uh, oh, he did, yeah. Well, let's play that. Oh, uh, especially if you're in uh, Kerry mm. around Dingle. Like this, this spun me out. Or maybe we'll talk about it after you hear the clip first. But as an Australian, the fact that this even exists as a tourist thing, like, baffled me. It was very, it's very funny. But yeah, here's Pat McDonald. But, you know, uh, the uh, pandemic well, wasn't all good news, though, you know, I have to remember that. <laughs> It is all important to put it in perspective because we lost Fungi the Dolphin. Remember that? Fungi went off, he died or he fucked off. I don't know what it was. Fungi, if you don't know, was a dolphin who came to Ireland and he was on some sort of dolphin spectrum and he ended up in Kerry, stuck there for 37 years. Like a prisoner or something. I'd say there was a rope tied to him or something. And basically that was their entire economy was based on this one fucking dolphin. And he's gone now and they're completely fucked. It's famine now in Kerry. They're completely fucked. Maybe Fungi was paying 12.5% corporation tax. And fuck that, I'm going to Indonesia. Fuck off. And we were devastated though. He was a national treasure and he swam away and that was hard. But within two weeks of Fungi going, I couldn't believe him. What God takes with one hand, he gives with the other. Who turns up on our shores? Wally the Walrus. Fucking brilliant. 
We got a walrus from New Newfoundland. I don't know if he kidnapped him. I haven't a clue. But it was some tracker system. But a walrus turned up in County Clare and all the tourists flocked down and we were loaded again. It was fucking brilliant. Wally the walrus, brilliant. You know, couldn't believe it. And uh, we broke the restrictions and effort just to go down. People died just to see Wally the walrus. <laughs> Wally couldn't wear a mask with the big tusks, you know, and that, you know, it was grand. But Wally the walrus, it was great for about a week. And then Wally the walrus turned out to be Wally the fucking wanker. And he went to England, didn't he? He went to fucking Cornwall, the traitor. You fucking Cromwell, you, you fucking... <laughs> you ruined it for us, you know. And he was swimming around there, and he was making fortunes down in Cornwall. Then he came back. He obviously had a drugs habit or whatever, and he was started breaking boats, and then he went back to Newfoundland, so we swam away. So, I mean, it was really hard. Within the space of a few weeks, Fungi swam away, then Wally the Walrus swam away. I'll tell you what, if Ian Bailey swims away, Irish tourism's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick McDonald. Oh, brilliant. Ian Bailey was uh, the alleged murderer. Um, alleged? Well, I think he did it. But anyway, he, he did it. He <laughs> of course did it. he did. Who else did? That drunken maniac. He, he did it and he doesn't even remember because he was hammered. That's the way you get away with things in Ireland. Just don't remember. Don't remember it. Asher, he was hammered. Best excuse Best, ever. Yeah, yeah. I thought it worked for like, if you kiss your cousin, you know, Asher, he was hammered. But apparently murder. That's uh, It works for everything. Can't remember it. I was drunk. Can't remember it. I was drunk. I would, uh, like, we, we let that phrase Asher he was hammered like it, it, specifically alcohol is an excuse for atrocious behavior here mm. but why not other drugs you know oh, yeah. uh, he rode his cousin Asher he had five cups of coffee <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> caffeine's a drug he was on two paracetamol aspirin and a coffee come on yeah I mean he got sacked because he had uh, five f five double espressos he flipped his desk over yeah <laughs> and was running around in circles Asher he was caffeinated he was caffeinated that's it oh, sorry I was caffeinated there. that's no way um, oh next up we got actually before we bring on the next uh, act just say if you're enjoying this podcast do leave us a review Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Is we're trying to get up on the ratings. Yeah, we don't even know our numbers. We haven't checked. We haven't checked yet. We've yeah, we're we we go, we're checking it today. We're gonna, <laughs> we'll we have to check the numbers. We might check it today. But yeah, uh, yeah, leave a five star. Why not? Yeah, like, you know, we want to get into the charts, the podcast charts. Um, whatever they, I mean, apparently there's there's tons of podcast charts though. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Like, what category? We could be number one of any category. Yeah, if you find the category that we're going to be number one, comedy club podcasts in Dublin, hosted we're number by, one, hosted by Eddie and Damo. Yeah, we're number one. We're the only ones that we both host together in Dublin. The more specific you get in charts, there's more success you have. We're the number one Eddie and Damo chart about uh, comedy in uh, Dublin. Hey, hey, hey number one. Yeah, let's do, yeah, yeah. Please leave us an our an our rating there. <laughs> Assume if you like the show. If you don't like the show. Look the other way. Well, they Come wouldn't home. still be listening. See, because what we wanted to do... If you're this far in and you don't like the show, have a look in the mirror. Have a look in the mirror. <laughs> have a look in the mirror. Sashley, look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, but basically, we, want, we just want all uh, our comedy buddies and com comedians that you know, we just want to... Why not hear them all the time? We just want more people to know of us and our comedic friends. That's, that's why we're doing it. We just... So if you're five star, all of us, <laughs> and follow all of them on the old socials, and that's that's what we're doing, isn't it? Isn't it? When you get to the the root, the core root of it all. Yeah, you're you're a good person, Damo. I'm I'm doing it for for the big bucks. Yeah, for the big bucks. Oh yeah, okay, crack yeah, down. yeah, yeah. Five stars equals sponsor. I uh, know. I'm not. No, I, I'm doing it for for the crack. For the fun. I mean, I don't know why I'm going to insist on cutting all of this out. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to insist upon it. Uh, let's not get too uh, earnest, emotional about our deep uh, intentions. People want to know what's going on here. No, they don't. No, um, well, not about... Anyway, anyway. Next up, we've got Pauline Shanahan. Oh, such a... Man, she's such a great character. Like, mm. at first, people are like, what's going on? And then she just brings him into the palm of her hand. She's great. Like, I, so subtle. And then the jokes just swing around. We were talking about this, how, like... She'd kind of be alternative comedy, wouldn't she be in this category? I would say so. Yeah, and and when it comes to alternative comedians, like you know, we're hosting the show, you have you can't you can't put them on first because you need to put on a more regular type stand up first, so people uh, can know what to expect. What kind of oh, this is stand up, a person up there being themselves telling jokes, and if you start with alternative comedy, people are just like, wait, what's happening? 
they're too confused yeah unless it's a comedy crowd and then like oh yeah we get it yeah if it's a stand-up crowd then they're like yeah they're gonna love it anyway yeah but you, if it's not if it's a bunch of norwegians uh who, <laughs> who just bought paddy caps and have never been to stand-up yeah. uh bless them uh you gotta start with a got kind of more regular stand-up and then they're like kind of yeah it's even funny because they go oh man she's going against the grain exactly like it's the complete opposite of what we were used to what we thought stand-up was yeah, but if you, a, if you start with the opposite they're just like where am i yeah man to push the boundaries you have to set the boundaries yeah. and then you push them and that's what our pauline does so we have two clips from pauline this is great um talks about passive aggressiveness which is big in ireland they love it and then on to uh another thing that's very irish um was the angelas and if you don't know the angelas you'll you'll catch on pretty quick is pauline shannon passive aggression uh passive aggression or as it's known in ireland aren't you great (laughs) (laughs) aren't you great uh now do people do do people know what passive aggression is um some people mightn't have been to college so uh, so i'm happy i'm happy to explain now uh i'm happy to explain the passive aggression <coughs> tell you it's just as well i'm happy to explain i have to explain everything around here <laughs> but anyway passive aggression it's a very negative form of communication you know uh it's it's not being direct it's not saying what you actually mean Uh, So, for example, if I was out and about and I ran into a friend, um, I might say, God almighty, you're looking great. I absolutely love that coat. But what I actually mean is, I'm not coming to your 50th. (laughs) Okay? It's weird you ask. We're not that close. Uh, So it's not great being passive-aggressive. And uh, another passive-aggressive thing is the silent treatment, you know, or ignoring somebody. That's not a cool thing to do. Unless that person is uh, a billionaire returning from space, then all of us need to ignore them. Give them no attention. Oh, Richard Branson, you're after returning from space. Aren't you great? <laughs> I'd have no time for space, Richard. No atmosphere. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're right. That's not great, is it? That's not great. That's not great. No, you know, yeah, it's not great. Um, it's tough enough now to do a bit about uh, passive aggression. Uh, yeah. Aren't I great for giving it a go, though? <laughs> At my time of life, fair play to me. Fair play to me. <laughs> I'm a great girl altogether, I'd say. <laughs> you know, it's been tough now uh, with the comedy not being on and uh, all our careers have stalled a bit, but I just wanted to share a bit of good news about an audition I had there recently. Um, and I just heard um, I just heard there that I got the part. So hey. thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. That means the world. Thank you. So um, it's, I don't know if you know the show. I, I auditioned for... The Angelus. <laughs> Ireland's longest running show. Um, now, if you're, if you're not from um, Ireland, it's not a sitcom about four girls called Angela. <laughs> the Angelus. You would think so, yeah. No, it's not. Um, uh, now, for the Australians or anybody who isn't familiar with The Angelus, um, what it is, is... Um, how do I explain it? Well, um, Tune in to RTE1, <laughs> 6 p.m. on the dot, <laughs> or you'll miss it, <laughs> and prepare to have your mind blown. <laughs> there are no words. <laughs> so what they do for the audition, it's great crack. Um, they just bring you in and they ask you to do something slowly. Uh, like maybe get out of a chair slowly or walk to a window slowly and then just look up. (laughs) So uh, obviously when I did it, I stood out because I I walked to a window slowly and then I gave a couple of jazz hands. I think that's what's, uh, yeah. So, uh, and of course it's famous for, it's it's most famous for its theme tune. Which I think, um, 
I'll just sing a few bars for you here now. <laughs> Boing. <laughs> Boing. Sing along when you know it, come on. Boing. 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 One more time. Boing. Get your lighters out. Boing. Boing. Yeah, okay. Brilliant falling. <laughs> Pauline Shannon. That's great. Oh, that was great. Uh, for people who aren't from Ireland, the Angelus. Oh, please. That was such Google a funny it. thing because I was we were there that night and it was like there was a good crowd, like whatever, sixty people, thirty of them were Irish in bits, in stitches. And mm. uh, that's that's who you hear laughing in that. And then there's thirty people who are just staring at her and then looking around at the Irish and I could see in their faces being like, Oh, I wish I knew what she's talking about because it looks like it is it, it must be funny if people are falling off their seats and then I'm yeah. just there not knowing you know I couldn't believe the Angelus was a thing it's it's so because so what happens at six o'clock exactly like Pauline says it, it's uh there's people just doing stuff and then they, the 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 bong of the clock saying it's six o'clock but they, there's there's more than six is it just six bongs no, but it's not. It's, it's not necessarily about. It, it is to indicate it's six p.m. But it's it's a Christian. Mm. Like they're all looking up to God. They're all thinking it's about the six p.m. prayer. Ah, uh, yeah. It's no. like some Iranian fucking you know hardcore call to prayer type thing. Yeah. You know, like as if we're in a caliphate. Mm. Um, so you can't look at the news of the day unless you pray. Yeah, you probably need to pray. They should pray after the news for all the people that you saw in the news. Because the opening, <laughs> be after. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pray for all those people on yeah. the news, except for that pu- that puppy skateboarding at the end. Is a bit of lighter note. Yeah, he yeah, was cool. Yeah. But pray for him too. Pray for him too. Six thirty, Angela's boing. <laughs> but it is because the opening shot of the Angela's is always a church, and then it's a, a shot of someone looking up at the cross on the top of the church slowly. Yeah. Like the only thing we have in Australia that's similar, and only West Australia, maybe only even Perth, where I grew up, and I was mentioning this to you, at 7 p.m., Fat Cat goes to bed <laughs> just before. <laughs> so at 7 o'clock... Does that have a boys. theme tune of, like, repeating, meow, meow. meow. Okay, kids, bedtime. <laughs> bedtime. Fat Cat's meowing. Loads of children slowly looking up to yeah. the sky. So, meow. So if you're not from Australia or West Australia or Ireland, look up the Angelas and look up Fat Cat. Perth, going to bed. So it's pretty much to tell parents, oh, it's bedtime for the kids because anything after this might be more than G-rated. Mm. And so there's a, a, a guy or girl in a costume... Big fat cat head. This huge big fat cat head. Big body, wearing suspenders type thing. He pulls a big novelty toothbrush out of a mug, brushes his face with it. He has no teeth in the mask. He just brushes his mouth, (laughs) puts it in the mug, dry, right? And then gets into bed and it goes, good night, you know? And then that's that's that. Like fat fat cat. Fat cat. You couldn't call it fat cat anymore. It'd be curvy cat. Curvy cat. Voluptuous plus, cat. Si- plus size cat. <laughs> plus size cat goes to bed. <laughs> plus size cat. Come on, kids. The, the voluptuous cat is waddling to bed, <laughs> hoisting himself up. <laughs> plus size cat has diabetes, kid. Come on. Diabetes cat is going into a coma. He's not fat. Don't call him fat. Don't you dare call a cat fat. He's not a fat cat. <laughs> what about the cat's feelings? Think uh, about it. Yeah, that's that's the closest. So when it was bong over here, I was like, oh, is this when the kids go to bed? And everyone's looking up going, oh, it's time to go to bed, kids. But no. It's time for prayer. The kids are all out on the grass drinking cider at six o'clock. Um, <laughs> we got who? Oh, we got Jason. We had Jason Byrne on this week. Oh, yeah. Just, just, I mean, he goes up with nothing oh, and comes out with a gold phenomenal just from the audience or from whatever it's always some of the best stand-up I ever see it's just like he completely improvises for a half hour and it's gold the whole way yeah and as, as we were saying before it turns a stand-up gig into an event almost and everyone's involved somehow mm. it's almost like you, unless you're there it's one of those you had to be there type thing <laughs> yeah you know, when you know when you hear that oh you had to be there most of the time you're like oh you know it can't have been that good so you're just saying you have to be there because you know that's you just want me you want it to be exclusive but like with jason burn gigs like you had to be there so, mm. like like the, some of the stuff he does with people in the room that like and gets everyone involved in it yeah and if you go out to the toilet and come back after a minute you come back in anything could be happening there could be a pop plan on stage where to get that from and four people up there and you mm. go why did he pull them off the stage what's he going to do to them you just don't know yeah and he doesn't know he's making it up as he goes along but he might have a back plan here or there 
that you just don't know but most of the time it's just out of yeah. bloody thing. we have them on this weekend again so we'll there'll be more from Jason Byrne next week actually oh we yeah we just got a, a short little uh, taster today about oh here there was a load of French in the front row so Jason what do you have to say about that just so everybody knows on Facebook Live we do we have French people French people was there Brazilians here as well is that what happened yeah, here. hello oh yes over there there's a Brazilian and where were you from Oh, you are France. Oh, there's fucking four, four French people. Oh, and you're Canada. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. There's so many different people in this fucking room. Isn't this really weird? Because, you know, obviously, you know, World War III is going to start. So well done. You've come to a, a neutral country. Is that what's happened? Is that why he's here? <laughs> well, come in. Uh, we are uh, Irish now. Uh, bonjour. We are very happy to be Irish. We are neutral, nobody will... Ireland is going to be fucking packed if this war kicks off. <laughs> it's going to be holding each other on the island. There's no room, there's no room. Fucking <laughs> Russia trying to find us. <laughs> it's going to be... Is there any Russians here? Oh, look, oh my God, as I said that, people went, oh. <laughs> They're not the ones starting the war, it's Putin. It's not fucking Russians. <laughs> Oh, no, Jason, there's no Russians. <laughs> Just under trois French people. <laughs> and I love, I love, actually, I, I said I've never gigged here before, but it is like gigging in a Protestant's house with these fucking weird pictures everywhere. <laughs> I mean, is anybody freaked out as a Catholic with these? <laughs> Very strange. And then at the back, my eyesight's really weird. I thought this was some sort of flag from Ulster or something. <laughs> but it's, it's not, no, it's grand. <laughs> Jason <laughs> Byrne, JB, Jason can't wait, Byrne. can't wait. He's uh, he's on this weekend, and he's also doing a solo show on the twenty seventh. Is it of April? Of April, I think so. The Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. So, so get your tickets quick. They're going to sell fast. Oh, that'd be great. So we get more of Jason, Deirdre O'Kane as well. Yeah, she's going to be on this show next week. Yeah, can't wait. Man, she wrapped, wrapped it. I, I, I was gigging with. I think I mentioned it, but I was gigging with her like a couple of weeks ago in Dorky, and just just blows the also, roof off the place. She, she she blows the roof off, and she's so lovely. Yes! You know when, you, when someone gets, and so is Jason, but you know some, some stars, like, or people who have, uh, you know, they've been in the game a long time, don't, they've got a, quite a reputation. You expect, like, the, you know, a bit of swagger. Nicest. Lovely. Deirdre was so lovely. Yeah. She was like, oh, no, I was like, I'll get you a drink. She's like, no, 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 don't, I'll get you, I'll get you a drink. And now. then she like, bought any drink. <laughs> she bought everyone drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but just, just in general, um, humility. Humility. Oh man, it's just, uh, i got to say, the green rooms have just been lovely all year. Because not only is there the buzz of everything's back, but uh, they're just comedians, like, they're just happy. We, we've had a bit of misery for two years and now we're all back, we're great. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, there's, I think there's... most comedians loved the uh, not doing anything. Any rock starness in any comedian has completely been bed out of us by uh, COVID, you know? know? Stuck in our rooms for a year and a half. We're like, oh, I'm really definitely not a rock star. You know? Yeah. Instead of like people can't, you know, they, there's comedians like we come from every now and then that'll blame the audience if it doesn't go well. Mm. Uh, no one that's been on this show so far, everybody loves it. But I mean, you know, they won't occasionally. Uh, we've, ah, had the few, we, we've had a few, but we won't mention names. We won't. Join that's, the, unless, pa- join uh, the jo- Patreon. And then uh, we haven't got any Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Join the Patreon. We'll tell you about what's going on. They're, they're real low down on these sons of bitches. Yeah. No, but still, like, as far as, because I mean, maybe I don't see, but so far everyone's been like, everyone's. Lovely man, mm. so great to be back. But no one's been blaming the audience if it, uh, probably because they have such great crowds, they are great man. Only yourself, demo. Actually, you're the only one. Yeah, so that must mean they're all talking about me, saying that I'm, <laughs> I don't know what's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. Everyone's lovely. What is with this Aussie guy? What's he smiling about? I know you're the most loved man in Irish comedy. What's he smiling um, at? Probably because I'm not Irish. <laughs> <laughs> it's harder to begrudge someone from somewhere else or you'd be racist. So we just yeah. begrudge your neighbour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, next up, we got Pat McDonald back uh, talking to the Norwegians again. Oh, yeah, yeah, just to tie it up. So we had a bit of Pat before. Yeah, there's a, this is the Norwegian late show. And then uh, there's always a bit of a pedophile joke. <laughs> to, to round the whole episode off. You know where, you know where the Crackton Comedy Club goes to at the end of every show. <laughs> if, if, if you think that they haven't mentioned any pedophiles yet don't worry we haven't forgotten <laughs> we haven't forgotten <laughs> see Patrick McDonald would have finished it's, off the show it's like South Park they, you killed Kenny you know oh yeah you killed Kenny I can't believe hey, you, you you haven't killed the pedophiles you made a pedophile joke that's the and Norway you're a, you're a legend you have never joined the EU haven't you not 
No, fuck that, because you have gas and oil, haven't you? So you're fucking loaded. Fuck off. The rest of the world, you can go and shite. Ireland, you know this, Ireland has as much gas and oil off our coastline. Did you know that? But what did we do? We sold it all to fucking Shell. Every, for 10p or something like that. And we said, we'll make the profit selling them sandwiches. That's what we'll do. We'll make hundreds of euro, hundreds of euro. You set up your own company, Stat Oil, wasn't it? Stat Oil, which, that's state oil, because I speak Norwegian there, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, I watch these documentaries and they can be very misleading. I watched one a few years ago about Michael Jackson. And did you see that one? Yeah. And that was me. Did you think he did it? Yeah. yeah. Fuck off, no way. <laughs> no way. Did you, his story was, and I believe it, like he was a man-child. He was just a little, he was put on stage too young and he never grew up emotionally and he just stayed. A bit like that character, the Disney character, you know, dressed in green and flew around the place. What was his name then? That's right, Pedo Pan. And, uh, <laughs> that's a good film actually, you know, yeah, it was good actually, I'll send you the link. Um, but uh, <laughs> It's the scary thing, a flying pedophile must be the worst type. <laughs> If they ever spread wings, we're fucked. Just lock up your children completely. They learn to fly. That would be the worst. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm laughing just as much as uh, when he did it live. I was in bits. The whole audience oh, so increased. Funny man. Fly. No, I, I don't know. I didn't see that coming. Just fly. Hey, you know they have jetpacks now. Have you seen these videos of people using jetpacks? Oh man, how do you know? Like, if you're on the register, you don't get one. Yeah, Is you that can't get a jetpack. Yeah, if like you're a child of any child offence, no jetpack. That's the only rule. <laughs> The only rule. You don't need a driving license. You don't need no. anything. It's just you have a sex offender. No. Yeah. If you're around playgrounds and you have no children, no jetpack. You imagine some guy, some <laughs> creepy looking dude on a jetpack above a playground. Everyone going, "What the fuck is that guy doing?" <laughs> He's got his sunglasses and a comb over haircut. Oh no, it's a flying pedo. And like uh, those blue denim jeans that don't fit properly. <laughs> white stained t-shirt beige jacket he's just looking down but you know if that happens like th th this is probably happening in the future jetpacks will happen if it, so, like well, they're, they're they have you seen them they exist like mm. they're completely functioning jetpacks that are working you put like they've got like a little mini jet engines that you attach to your hands and then you got a little backpack so you balance yourself with your hands they're completely they, it looks phenomenal the people using them I can't wait so when they're normal for like when you see them flying around and then there's pedophiles that get them. There's gonna have to be, a f they're gonna have to bring in a new force, a new police force or SWAT team that shoots them out of the sky. The fly. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one <laughs> above a playground, there's one. But you know, in uh, that'll be normal. In England, did we talk about this before in the podcast where they they, they do these sting operations, public vigilantes? And do you remember? The, do you ever hear about these guys? No. Uh, they're in Northern England. Uh, like it's like that show uh, to catch a predator in America. Oh yeah, that yeah. used to exist. But now they because to catch a predator ended with uh, unfortunately pedophile ending his own life, and so that was the end of the show. And Is that right? Yeah. But isn't that what everyone wants? Yeah, but you can't say to want it. I mean, it's not necessarily what everyone no, wants. No, same. I'd rather people uh, reform and. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah, you don't want ever. But, but everyone's like, what's the, what's the best kind of pedophile? A dead one? No. What do they want to happen? What's the kind of best kind of pedophile? Uh, one that doesn't actually commit crimes and reforms. That's the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, so this show in um, no, it's not a show. It's just people like. Uh, but hang on a second, Love Island still goes ahead. What's that's had a couple of people top themselves over Love Island. That's true, actually. Yeah. Well, Love Island's too good. I love Catch a Predator. Yeah, it's true. They come in. Hey, come in. I just baked cookies, and they're like, "Ah, oh, cookies." Did you remember see that South Park episode? Yeah. Hey, why don't you take a seat there? Just get a seat. And this guy goes in. Oh, there's not bread. There's no cookies. There's no brownies. Yeah. Blows his head off. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So they, there's still a group in Northern England who make these Facebook videos of um, sting operations where they get like. Uh, someone who looks really young uh, and they, they message these older men and say let's meet in the car park of Aldi at 3pm they turn up and then the older man comes up and then like three people come out with a camera and they're like we got you we got you you're a pervert uh, you're on camera we're putting it up on our Facebook and YouTube channel uh, you're done you're, you're fucking your job you're everything you're over um, but imagine if they had jetpacks 
<laughs> you couldn't do anything. You're done. We're done. Yeah. See you later. I'm moving somewhere. Yeah, but what's the guy from To Catch a Predator? What's the, the guy's name? name? I can't remember. Chris, Chris Hansen. Hansen. You need Chris Thanks, Hansen. Shane. Why do you know that so quickly, Shane? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm, Chris I'm, Hansen. I'm glad you love the show. Not like he's my enemy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shane does have a mustache, in case you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a jetpack. Imagine he just goes. <laughs> Out the window, Shane, come back. I actually don't. Chris Hansen would have to have a jetpack too. Then they'd all have to have they'd jetpacks. They'd all have to have jetpacks to, to battle the the, the pedophiles' jetpacks. Jeez, that would get some ratings though. To catch a predator, jetpacks. Yeah, to, 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 to catch to catch a, pre- a predator airborne. Yeah. It'd be something cool like that. And you could start off with like the Top Gun theme, where Chris is like, puts aviators on, and then you see a pedophile in a jetpack going, uh oh, and he's like, let's go. Goose and, mm. and they just shoot off after him. Shoot him down. Just try and ram him out of the sky. Mm. Yeah, got some 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 creepy looking dude flying off in a jetpack with ten hard drives wrapped around. <laughs> <laughs> get those hard drives. Get those hard drives. We need the evidence. You can't get me. I was like, get him. Get him. Yeah, just shooting. Don't don't shoot at him. He's got the hard drives. <laughs> don't damage the hard drive. We need that in court. No, it's all right. It's in the cloud as well. Literally. I can it's see it. <laughs> it's filthy up here. Yeah. What's with all this stuff? All right, all right. Well, let's get to the... Let's wrap things up. Uh, you've just witnessed The Crackdown, episode six. <laughs> thanks. Thanks so much for listening, gang. And thanks to all our acts. Uh, another amazing weekend. It's been great. Uh, if you're in Dublin, do come along. Just if, look up Crackdown. If you've been affected by anything we've talked on the show, write in. If you were caught on camera or something, you know, write it. Tell us what you're Don't experience. top yourself. I was only joking. We're just having a laugh. Stay get up. yourself a jetpack. It's legal still. Go. Listen uh, to the Bee Gees. Everyone stay alive. Mm. Staying alive. Strut. Yeah, so next, <laughs> next week we're going to have Deirdre O'Kane, Jason Byrne. Who else are we going to have on? A lot of other guests. A load of others. Whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens. And it's... It's been great. I, I forgot to do this, uh, run out of time, but the, the sex work thing. Because, you know, Donald from last week, he said, uh, give us some sex. Uh, like, oh, I'm sure you've had some sex work. It's like, no, Donald. But I I have a, a one story that I will tell next week. Um, I did say that. And if you do have any other requests or suggestion things or uh, a better name for the stags and hens, DM us at the Cracked Ten Comedy Club Insta page. Six or, nights a week. Facebook. Tune in. Check us out. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. Hey.